Hey, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amber. Collectively, we are Brown Girl Alchemy. A mother-daughter unit using our personal journey and growth within our blackness, womanhood, and lives in general to motivate, activate, revolutionize, inspire, uplift, and heal. We hope to navigate through the seasons with you as we alchemize authentically into the best versions of ourselves. We are our sister's keepers, and this is Brown Girl Alchemizing. Hey, y'all. Hey, beautiful brown girls. Melly. What's up, Em? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling so amazing right now. My energy is up. I'm feeling like that bitch, I can conquer the world, and I'm just ready to go get it. Whatever it is, I'm getting it. Literally same. Like, I don't know. I'm just feeling like I'm in my bag. There's been some music that have been, I guess, influencing us with that whole mood. Even, okay, first of all, shout out to Jada Lorraine. I know y'all heard our Trap Goddess mix that we dropped. That was that so That was so fire. And I listened, I've been getting like so many texts, so many emails, comments, like, it's a great way to start your day, end your day, amp up your day. Just Absolutely. like a little mixtape to get your vibes right. It was definitely a vibe. Yes. And now... We have um, Cardi's new album, which really has us on another level. I'm talking swags up, bags up. Securing that bag. Alert. And we're slowly detaching ourselves from and healing the, the seemingly burdens that have been holding us back. And I know we talked about it in the last episode about mental health and just how we were feeling. We're both going through our, just like a moment of depression. Mm-hmm the inevitable moments that we have, but how are you feeling now since then? Okay, I am feeling, as I said, so good. Um, and I'll just give a little peep into what I've been doing to help myself get through those moments because I'm not saying it's dissipated, I'm just saying the anxiousness, the anxiety is actually happening when I'm not being present, when I'm not in the moment. It's happening when I'm thinking about the future, things that haven't even happened, things that I don't even know will happen. So for me, it's been a matter of trying to control those thoughts that have a habit of running away from me. And when I start to feel that trigger, I start to feel the anxiousness, my heart starts racing. I just have to bring myself back to the present. Right. And that's how I've been dealing with it. I love that. And I love that you acknowledged about how you always live in the future because I feel like we're forced to feel that way. Right. We're forced to always think about, I mean, not just forced, but like literally programmed to be constantly thinking about what's going to happen in the right. future. How are we going to set ourselves up for the future? Right. And it kind of distracts us from living in the present because we almost don't see the grace in that the future actually is not guaranteed. No, it's not. And that's another important message because I think we all have a habit of living in the past and thinking about the future. Yeah. And neither the past is gone and the present isn't here. So live in the now. So speaking about that good energy, right? Yes. Okay. So I have a personal message for the ladies. Okay, a We're special listening. message. We're listening. This message is coming from someone who has a very, very, very special place in my heart. Hmm. He's somewhat of a philosopher, 
Hmm. And he happens to share the same sun sign as me. So he's a Scorpio? Absolutely. We love him Scorpios. You know. He's known as Drake, <laughs> Dreezy, <laughs> Champagne Poppy, all of Champagne the above. Champagne Poppy. And he yeah. wants us to know what, Amber? You, you gotta, gotta be nice for what to these niggas? niggas? So this song is totally matching our energy right now. But we're not male bashing. This is just all about women empowerment. And it's a reminder to thyself be true. Ladies, love yourself first and foremost. With that same energy, this new moon in Aries is in complete alignment with what we've been feeling. So for starters, we're taking upon a whole new astrological new year. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's all about being a self-starter and forward moving. The fire on our ass is really propelling us to go harder, but not carelessly, but instead with pure and authentic intention. Is bounce back season, bitch. Ooh. A little bit of ego is associated with that fire energy. And of course, as a Sag, that's not foreign to me. But, you know, sometimes you need your ego. I think Hope said that. Was it Hope or was it B? No, sometimes you need your ego. Oh, okay. What was the B song? She had an ego song too, right? I got a big ego. Yeah. Yes. I love that we released new episodes on both full moon and new moons, but... There's something a little bit cool about New Moon. I love that it represents that whole rebirth. I feel like I'm a little bit more so in control of the narrative because I'm cosmically being given another opportunity to to shift the narrative, control the narrative, and control what I do and what I manifest. I agree. And it's kind of like if you weren't on your shit during the full moon, this is the time for you to be on it now. Absolutely. And as a Scorpio, like, that is my thing. Like, death and rebirth. Yeah. Death and rebirth. Those are the themes of my life. So right now, we're going to light a red candle with the intention of adding more flames to the fire that is burning for passion, for inspiration and motivation, for staying energized, for, for rediscovering and reconnecting with self, for doing things on your own accord without these external influences, which we're going to get into this episode, and embracing this dramatic shift. I love all of that, all of the above. And I have to say, I have a beautiful affirmation that I wrote. Before I say it, I want to preface that, like, um, Hove, I'm totally available if you want to sign me because I got some bars. Straight up. Okay. So close your eyes and connect with this red candle. And as Amber said, the passion and inspiration and motivation. The candle is flickering right now. I am as magical as the moon and I am as healing as the sun. My strength lies in the power that I am one of one. My knowledge of self is the path to my purpose. I think I should say that again. Yes, please do. I am as magical as the moon, and I am as healing as the sun. My strength lies in the power that I am one of one. My knowledge of self is the path to my purpose. So let's get into this episode about remembering exactly who the fuck you are, because some people really got it twisted. For starters... This past week, we've been dealing with a little bit of identity theft. Wow. 
that was crazy. So you want to talk about what happened? Yeah, I mean, why not? Okay, so um, I guess the brand popped up on your Instagram feed? They popped up on my Twitter feed. So basically I was looking, because we dropped this mixtape with Jada, I was just searching on Twitter like to see who was tweeting the SoundCloud link, Mm -hmm. searching in Brown Girl Alchemy. And I saw something and it said, Brown, insert another name, Alchemy. And you sent me a screen screen, cap. A screen cap. You screen cap it so you know it's real. Exactly. And I knew it was real. And immediately I was like, huh? Confusion. I I don't know her. I couldn't couldn't even believe that because there were two girls involved that they were even that blatant with the straight up thievery and and disrespect. And I admit that ego was definitely involved in, in my emotions. Absolutely same. But for me, I really, really personalized the issue. And one of the things that you do learn on your spiritual journey is that you don't take anything personal. You shouldn't. But for me, I felt like, okay, I didn't just open the dictionary and say, this is a cute word, let's use this. This was an authentic journey in divine timing. Yeah. And spirit gave me that name. Yeah, which we spoke about. Yeah, we definitely spoke about it. Our first episode, Our Road to Alchemy. So this wasn't something that was random, and we didn't just use that word in vain. No. Or without knowing exactly what it is or how it applied to our brand. And it, it, <clears throat> is, it is our brand, but it's us. It's us. And it's our journey, and it's our truth. Yeah. And it's our authenticity. The key word, our There are going to be plenty of people on a spiritual journey, but everyone's is unique. And it's important to stay in your lane. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Because their their brand is literally about politics and Mm. pop culture. So what are you alchemizing? Where's the alchemy in that? There clearly was no thought into it. It clearly was... A situation where they were inspired but that inspiration turned into imitation Absolutely. and they liked the name and they liked the images and they tried to jack it yeah literally it wasn't even just the name it was like my mom's instagram post it was just really really bizarre right and, and i'm like not even active on instagram i don't even have 200 followers so right. that was weird within itself like you're really on my instagram taking things our initial re- reaction was out of ego so of course the same screenshot that i sent to you i post on twitter and all i said was confusion and then my girls my friends because they stand for us and we stand together and it's brown girls like we hold each other down, Absolutely. and when we see that there's some fake shit going on, we call each other out on it. We right. hold each other accountable. So my girls were out here like the beehive. They were. <laughs> adding them, like, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, get your own brand, blah, blah, blah. And, of they course, were. I'm like, 
eating it up. And there was a lot of blocking. And there was a lot on. of blocking. And I blocked them too because I just don't want them to be inspired <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Like kind of cut the cord a little bit. And they never said a word, but their friends were tweeting and it was just like Well, it was like it's it's honestly what what can you say? How can you defend something that's blatant? So them not saying a word didn't mean that they were more mature to me. I think in their minds they thought that. But what I received from that is you stole something, you got caught, and you don't want to own up to it, so yeah. you're just going to be quiet about it. And I, I did a spell straight up because you're not going to steal anything from me because yeah. that's my energy. Yeah. So good luck with that is all I have to say. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, Brown Girl Alchemy, we're, <laughs> we ha we're trademarked. So if we wanted to go there on the legal spectrum, we could. But we didn't even want it to even get that deep because I didn't feel like it was that deep. But also, like you said, they didn't say anything. If you're proud about your art or you're proud about um, your own intellectual property, that's something that you fight for. That's something that you stand up for and that's something that you defend. The fact that they weren't able to defend, and I'm saying that they weren't able because they didn't. Right. They weren't able to because they didn't have an, a real idea. No. Um. That's why they didn't say anything. So. That's... And then we ended up just um, taking a step back. <laughs> after yeah. I, after I did I mean, my spell. Because I we're emotional. Like yeah. Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Sun, and uh, Rising. Yeah. <laughs> so. The good thing is I only did one spell because yeah. initially I was going to do three. A little finishing <laughs> spell never hurt anyone. Exactly. So um, we calmed down and then we were like, you know what? What's for us is for us. And we're going to allow the universe to do its job. And we're not concerned about them. And I love that we were able to like just kind of take a step back and reflect on that because I was thinking about it and it completely contradicts what brown girl alchemy is essentially about right. we're about connecting women and celebrating our individual power to ignite this collective consciousness and our main objective that we talk about is self-love when we love ourselves we're not comparing ourselves to other women's journey we're not stealing we're not trying to mask our own journeys with anyone else's right we're not comparing and we're not competing exactly because when you own and acknowledge your own true power, there is no such thing as competition. 100. So to kind of segue into a little bit deeper into this episode, social media was the source for these girls to even make this poor attempt to steal our identity. Uh, they probably felt that they gave themselves an outlet to ex express themselves and possibly even monetized from this yeah. but what they actually did is a detriment to themselves because you cannot truly walk in your purpose if you are walking in someone else's purpose i really really wish i had a church organ right now i was just about to tell myself to preach, i'm about to do girl. the wow <laughs> authenticity and finding your purpose there's a process and they cheated themselves out of that process so i would say it's almost impossible for anything 
good or positive to come from what they're trying to do because it's not coming from a place of authenticity. Right. And I mean, we're using them as a, an example just because it's directly what we experienced. Right. But this goes for anybody. Anything and anyone. I also feel like um, by mimicking or even adapting to someone else's identity is basically asking for permission of acceptance because you don't feel that by being your most authentic self, you'll be accepted or honored or liked. Instead, you're seeking to be perceived or celebrated in a certain light that isn't even your own. And you hear of us speaking often about authenticity. What exactly does that mean to us? That is like our word, right? Yes. We always say authenticity wins. It That's, does. You guys are going to remember that three years from now. Exactly. So first, let's define it. In our own words, this is not from the West, the Webster Dictionary. This no. is just how we define it. Authenticity is the divine truth of who and what we are. So, Am, why do we put so much emphasis on it? I think if we fall victim to living an inauthentic life, we're hindering ourselves by living in a twilight zone. You can't really get to where you're going without being honest about where you are now. And I look at authenticity as the skeleton key to ascension. We all have these different paths and journeys, experiences, stories. However, the commonality that we do share when we ascend is that we are living authentically. I love that. Thank you. And I'll add to it by saying, we are designed uniquely by God, one of one. We know the truth when we come into this world of who we are and why we're here, but we're inundated with other people's aspirations, their desires, and their fears, and we lose our true identities. So it's up to us to rediscover our authentic selves. Why is authenticity important to our alchemical journey? You can't transform something that isn't real. It's possible to manifest with intention or desire, but if your approach is lacking authenticity, you simply are not growing. It's kind of like wearing heels. It presents a certain image, but when you remove those heels, you take those heels off, your actual height is revealed. It's a simple layer. And to avoid coming back to the position where you're comparing your real height to how you looked with heels on, you have to be authentic in your journey. And that means not relying on shallow layers as a security blanket. I agree 100%. And it's also like, how can you empower yourself? How can you discover your purpose? How can you heal? How can you work on your intimate and personal relationships If you spend most of your time in a false reality, watching other people living out their lives for the purpose of validation, no one is present, no one is working on fixing the things that they're uncomfortable or unhappy with because it's much easier to avoid. It's much easier to hide behind a pseudo reality built around false perceptions of materialism, consumerism, and perfection. All of these things mean absolutely nothing on the spiritual journey. Social media. So I think it's a technological illusion. And I also think that social media is an escape and now a nucleus for inspiration. It's like 
the hair salon or the barber shop. We go to we go to escape. We go to talk shit. We go to share our proudest moments and even seek validation. We tell our stories and journey with the intent of receiving some sort of reaction or shock, shock value. And we get high off of it. But the only difference is you're not going every single day. Accessibility is what really created this addiction of social media. And it, let's talk a little bit about more of that. It absolutely is an addiction. And I know for myself, I can't speak for everyone else. When I'm on there, it's to escape. So there's things that I need to take care of. There's some spiritual reading I need to do. There's some spiritual work I need to do. There's some meditation I need to do. And guess what I'm doing? On in, on the gram? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find out stuff that has no no matter to me. And that's, it's not anywhere near important in this journey. But sometimes you just don't feel like facing your demons. Oof. And I think that that becomes the reason why most people, I can't say all, but most people um, have been attracted to the social media trap. Yeah, and I think it's easier to focus on other people's lives. Even though social media usually shows our proudest moments, a lot of, there are people that are transparent and there's also people that live through other people's agony. Right. So when there's scandals going on or just anything that's negative. Oh my God. We feed, we literally feed. No, no we're not going to say we, we'll say. No, I'm saying people. we as society. Right. Like society in general feeds off of it. They do. And we always have these discussions because it just takes, in my opinion, it takes a special type of person to take the energy and time to write out these nasty negative comments. And that doesn't mean that I'm not thinking some of these things in my mind no, because, because absolutely human. I may go through posts and I'm like, this bitch is stupid or straight up. No, <laughs> let's be yeah, like a hundred percent honest or just like, what is this dumb shit they're talking about? But I'm not going to take that energy and that time to write it. No, it's just like, what are you, what are you getting out of that? And, and to go even further, when I start to feel like that, that's my cue to, to remove myself from exactly. that. That's literally why you're not on Facebook. No, I, I removed myself from Facebook and I loved Instagram at first because it was new and it was just like, it held your attention for a split second. It was these, these moments, a picture yeah. and a quick caption. But then all of a sudden Instagram has become like a movie and it's draining to me. As I said in the other podcast, I just feel like there's so many unhappy people in the world. There's so many people that are seeking validation and people that are seeking validation, in my opinion, are people that feel unloved. Yeah. They feel unaccepted. So, you know, they're turning to this forum to get that attention that they haven't received in their life. And to me, that's sad, and it makes me sad. And they're not saying I need validation. They're not saying, you know, please like my picture. You know, please, you know. They're not verbally saying it, but their energy is saying it all. Absolutely. 
we absolutely adore living in this false reality that is social media because of course like we said it distracts us from our lives but also we are able to create our own lives on social media like we said it shows our best moments we are able to create an image that isn't our own and that's kind of where social media is a form or a tool to strip us of our truest identities. Our authenticity. Our authenticity. Absolutely. And there aren't any shortcuts in the ascension because on this ladder, if you try to skip steps, instead of getting there faster, you will inevitably fall. You will inevitably fail. When you commit to a spiritual journey, a part of that is solitude because the only way to get to know yourself is to spend time by yourself with yourself. And social media absolutely distracts from that. Sometimes we really, really have to disconnect to reconnect. And when we disconnect, those are the moments where we are forced to get to know ourselves. And sometimes you are able to see facets of yourself that you actually don't like. Oh my God. Sometimes it's a subconscious decision to not spend time with yourself. Yeah, because we'd rather be distracted than to do the work. Than to do the work. Because sometimes the work is not easy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not only is it not easy, we just, we don't feel like doing yeah, it. Yeah, we just don't feel like doing it. We don't it. feel like doing it. And then we convince ourselves that the work isn't necessary until the work comes back in another shape or form or through another situation and we're literally forced right. to face that work right and forced to do that work speaking about being forced we're we're talking a lot about how authenticity comes into play or lack of authenticity comes into play with the impact of social media but let's touch on a, a little bit about how it's actually shaped in our home and our family lives through our parents. Right. That absolutely. I, I think as I stated before in the podcast, um, we come into this world knowing exactly who we are and why we're here. But once we get here, we have these other people who impress upon us their desires, their aspirations, and then we lose our true identity. We lose our true selves. And it's a journey on trying to rediscover that. And my personal journey, um, I experienced that. And it was very difficult for me to find my voice and reveal my truth because, you know, the same thing was done to my mom for my grandparents. They had these aspirations for her that had nothing to do with what she might have wanted for herself. Wait, I'm going to stop you there. You said they have aspirations for her. And this is because they were living vicariously through her. Because right. Because they felt like they gave this life. They didn't live their life the way that they wanted right. to. So... And not necessarily they didn't live their life the way they wanted to. They lived their their life with the tools that they had. Yeah. And we're talking about a totally different generation. We're yeah. talking about, you know, I mean, a couple of generations removed from slavery. So um, 
they did the best they could with the tools that they had. So their desire was when they had their children, their children would do certain things, you know, get a college education and, and get a job and make a lot of money. That was the American dream. You, you get, you know, a degree, you get a job that makes a lot of money. F what you, what your passion is, you know, you get a job and you make money and you buy a home and you take care of us and <laughs> along with that. And my mother wasn't able to live up to those standards. those standards. And she, you know, had me and she did the same thing. She repeated the cycle. And I can't tell you the immense amount of pressure that I felt growing up because it wasn't just from my mom. It was like from my whole immediate family, mm-hmm. from my aunt, my uncles, my grandparents. And um, there were things that I had passions about. There were things that I desired to do, but I was torn between what I wanted to do and what was expected of me. And your father actually helped me find my voice so for that I'm forever grateful for encouraging me to find my voice and it's just important um, when you become a parent to realize that your children don't belong to you they're not your property they're they're not your (laughs) your personal slaves they're a reflection of you only in genetics and DNA it's your job to encourage them to figure it out their true selves, to find their authentic selves, to find out what they're passionate about and to seek happiness. And I think that we fail in that aspect. And that's why there's so many unhappy people walking around because they're not being authentic. They're not living the life that they want to live. They're living the life that was expected of them. They're living other people's dreams and other people's desires and manifesting things that they don't necessarily care about. And then they go on social media and they pretend are seeing the highlights of other people's lives and then that's be- that becomes their goal that becomes what they desire and then that becomes what they perceive or adapt to be their identity right so they're never given any type of opportunity to truly explore or navigate through who they really are because all of these other external factors factors that come into play that don't celebrate or don't embrace or just simply don't don't teach them that hey you don't have to be what you see or you don't have to be what you're told and I think where a lot of people lose sight is that they don't even know right they have no idea right they have absolutely no idea that they could explore a multitude of facets of their selves that would surprise them or talents that they have there's so many people out here that are like, oh, I don't know. I'm not really that I'm talented. I'm not creative. I hear that all the time. I'm not creative. I've heard that so many times. And What do you say to someone that tells you they're not creative? Because what I've said is you just haven't discovered. Yeah, you haven't tapped into it. That's right. literally what I said. I said, we're all creative. We're all, I mean, it's same thing with intuition. We're all born and given these gifts, divine gifts. Absolutely. God or the highest source, whatever you view or if you view that there is a supreme being 
has gifted us so many beautiful tools to work with unique tools to work with and a lot of them are we are given the same tools but what makes us individuals is how we navigate through those tools oh my god that's I love how you said that. That was amazing. It's about our expression. I and agree. through that expression, we're able to figure out what we're good at or what we enjoy doing. And sometimes there's talents that you tap into. And it's not that you're necessarily great at it, but it makes you feel good. Right. And that's another thing right. to do. And like, that's why the, the, the home your foundation, your parental guidance is so important because we all learn the same subjects at school. Yeah. So your foundation, that's where you're going to get your individuality. Those are the people that are around you every day and that should be encouraging you to to be the best you and to find out what it is that you're good at and what it is that you love doing and what it is that you were born to do. Mm. So I think the real question is like new generations are being born. So how do we transform this generational trauma of not fully tapping into who we are or embracing who we are? I know we said that it starts in the home, but how, how I'm not a parent. So how do you advise us? people my age or people in my range that aren't yet parents but are seeking to break certain cycles or break certain curses and just kind of like start parenthood on a different leaf the same way I did and the interesting thing is that sometimes I look back in amazement and I always have to give glory to to source because I was a young parent but I did the damn thing yeah you did and I think for me my map was to not do what my parents did because I acknowledged the pain that I had growing up and the missteps and there's no guidebook. So this is not a blame game, you know, and I love who I am and I wouldn't be who I am if it were not for my whole entire life, each step of the journey. But Going forward, it's important to um, just address the missteps and do things differently. You be the change. So for you, when you become a parent, you'll take the lessons that you learned from me and take it a step further. Yeah. I really want all of us to tune in inward and just remember who the F you are and I know we've been saying fuck the whole time, but I don't know. I just felt weird saying it again for like the 15th time. But if you don't know who you are, then be comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable. And that means spending time with yourself, reflecting, picking a random hobby or picking something new that you've never done before and exploring it. It just might be something that you're really, really good at. And one well, quick one quick thing I would just have to say that self-discovery is a beautiful journey it is and we'll end this with our ritual of our reflective quote I want to live the rest of my life however long or short with as much sweetness as I can decently manage 
loving all the people that I love and doing as much as I can of the work that I still have to do. I'm going to write fire until it comes out of my ears, my eyes, my nose holes, everywhere, until it's every breath that I breathe. I'm going to go out like a fucking meteor. And that is by Audre Lorde. We love her. And that was beautiful. And on that note, thank you, brown girls, for tuning in. Thank you. We love you. And we love we'll see you. you next time. Till next time. Bye. Later. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you were able to connect with us through some of the things that we've shared. The olive branch has definitely been extended and we'd love to continue the dialogue. So please engage with us and share your feedback, suggestions, likes, tell your sister, give us some positive energy. You can use the hashtag BGA podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Brown Girl Alchemy, at Amber the Alchemist and at Nelly Mommy Alchemist. Until next time, brown girls, we see you.